Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. Now, don't adjust your AirPods, okay? There's nothing wrong with your sound. <laughs> it is me. I'm currently cooking a chest infection, so I'm trying to record this before I lose my voice completely. Okay, so bear with me. I will keep this episode very short. Today, I want to chat briefly about psychic readings, okay? Because so many people tell me that they would love to be able to read tarot, okay? Even just to be able to read themselves, okay? They don't necessarily want to give up their day jobs and start a new career, okay? They just want to be able to read themselves. So firstly, let me start by telling you all that you are psychic. We all are, okay? Every one of us. The only difference between you and I is that I have been using my intuition all of my life. You just haven't tapped into yours yet. Okay, your intuition is like a muscle. You need to use it to strengthen it. And the more you use it, the more you will trust it. So, you know, believe me, there's days when something comes out of my mouth and I've no idea where it came from, but it turns out to be right. Okay, some of the most profound messages that have come out of my mouth have never been processed by my brain. Okay, and that's probably just as well, because if I thought about what I was saying all the time, I know that I wouldn't say the half of it. Okay, um, I just they're thinking like years ago, I always remember this woman. Okay, she accused me of all sorts during her reading. Okay, because I told her that her boyfriend was cheating on her. Okay, and she gave me the whole, you know, the whole thing. If it was any other man, I think you had a point, you know, yada, yada, yada. She threw her bottle of water at me and she refused to pay. Okay, I was just, you know, I was this and I was that and I was the other. I just told her that it was fine. Okay, I told her that she would know within a week and that at that point she could contact me to pay me. Okay, I trust karma. You know, if she hadn't contacted me to, to pay me, well then, you know, that would have come back on her. Anyway, long story short, she called me four days later to pay me. Okay, so that tells you that she, she caught him, <laughs> okay? Now, I am only human and it's very hard for any psychic, any medium, you know, to leave their, their human brain, you know, their logical brain outside of a reading. You know, and sometimes I will filter, you know, what I want to say, because as a psychic, you will sometimes have to be mindful of the emotional well-being of the person that you're reading for, you know, and I tell everyone that I read for that I'm assessing their emotional well-being first. OK, I do it in the first part of the tarot card reading. I am always guided by spirit in everything that I do. So even though I will ask you, you know, whoever I'm reading from, I, for, I always say, you know, how honest do you want me to be with what I'm seeing in the cards for you today? But while I'm doing that, I'm also asking your spirit guides, 
You know, how honest can I be with this person? Are they really as strong as they're telling me that they are? Okay, so any psychic, you know, will tune into you, will connect with your spirit guides because they want to make sure that they're not telling you more than you're able to handle. Okay. So when we talk about psychic readings, you know, everyone has a tool. Okay, we see it. Okay, everyone has one, including me. Okay, I use tarot cards. Some people use crystal balls, tea leaves. Some people read palms, you know. I even met a man in Canada who holds people's hair to connect with them. Okay, and all of these things are tools to read energy. There's no difference between any of them. When I started reading publicly years ago, okay, I used to do lots of fairs. And back then I didn't use any tool. I just used to read people. They came over, they sat in front of me, okay, at the opposite side of the little table. I extended my aura out to blend in with theirs and it worked and I told them everything that I saw, okay. But very few people trusted me. You know, there was other readers around and they had all these fancy things on the tables and they had, you know, 16 different kinds of tarot and angel cards and they had feathers and crystal balls and you know crystals, you know, which is all fine. And they used their tools, but I just had a table with a tablecloth on and I didn't have anything else. So I think people thought that I was a bit wacky. I am a bit wacky, but anyway. But people like to see something. You know, so I got a deck of tarot cards. I did. I just thought, well, you know what? People don't trust me. So I got a deck of tarot cards and I never looked back. Okay, but let me be clear. Okay, I've never read a book on tarot. I never even read the little booklet that came with the cards. Okay, and in fact, I would advise you to bin it as soon as you open your deck. You know, I've never even done a tarot workshop. Now, I'm not saying that any of these things are bad necessarily, okay? There are some excellent teachers out there. My point is that if you are concentrating on what you read or what someone told you a particular card means, then you're not concentrating on your connection with the person you are reading for, okay? It's your connection with your sitter that is the most important thing. And it's what will give you the information that you need, okay, for them. You know, I could have the same card come up for 30 different customers, but I will tell them all different information because I'm reading their energy, not the cards. You know, the cards are telling me what direction I need to go in, but the information comes from the customer's energy. Okay, now I know that sounds a little complicated, maybe if you haven't ever done any kind of course or, you know, workshop or anything like that before. But what I'm trying to say here is that there are many tools that can be used for the same job. You know, I was raised by a single mother. I can change a plug using a screwdriver or a butter knife. You know, both work just as well. Maybe they're not as safe, okay, but it still gives the same result. You know... When I was a little girl, I learned to read tea leaves from my grandmother, you know, and my poor nanny was just 56 years old when she died. I was only seven and I wish I'd had her guidance for longer. I suppose that's not fair to say because I did have her guidance. I know that I did. I just didn't have her physically. 
I know, though, that she has been guiding me from the spirit world <clears throat> all these years. OK, I hope my voice lasts till the end of this. In any case, OK, my grandmother taught me to read tea leaves because that's how she read people. But when she was a little girl growing up in a village in Tipperary, uh, she grew up in a village called Dundrum. So if anybody's listening from Dundrum, that's where my uh, grandmother came from. And she um, learned to read palms from her mother, okay? Because my great-grandmother read people by reading their palms, okay? My mother can remember going to visit her grandmother in Dundrum village. And when they'd walk into the shop in the village, people would literally hold out their palms. My mother said she can remember people actually sticking their palms into her, uh, her grandmother's face, okay? Because they wanted my grandmother to read them, you know? Um, and she said more often than not that, you know, my grandmother, my great grandmother did, you know. Anyway, so my great grandmother read palms. But when she was a little girl, she learned to read bones and stones from her mother, my great great grandmother. OK, and reading bones and stones is a very old way to read people. OK, so today we have lots of nice stuff in holistic shops. We've polished rune stones. OK. But back then they literally had old stones and real bones, okay? I actually love Dolly Parton's song about the old bones, okay? If you haven't heard it, I'll put a link to it on YouTube in the description box attached. Now, I'm not telling you all of this to brag that I come from a long line of readers. I do, but it's not that special. It just means that I was exposed to psychic and mediumship work younger. It doesn't mean that you can't do it just because your grandmother or your great grandmother weren't readers. That's not the way it works. My point in telling you this is to emphasize that it doesn't matter how you connect with people. OK, different tools connect with different people. All the ladies in my family use different tools, but we all read people the exact same way. OK, we just connect with our customers energy differently. It's all about your connection with your sitter, not your connection with the tool that you're using. OK, so just because a psychic that, you know, uses tarot cards, I'm pointing to myself when I say that. OK, I do use tarot. But just because me or somebody else, you know, uses tarot doesn't mean that you have to read tarot. OK, you need to try a few different tools before you decide what's right for you. If, however, you do decide to try tarot, don't buy a particular deck because someone else has it. You know, don't order a deck online. You need to hold the cards and see if they resonate with you. OK, trust me. OK, they will. You will feel the cards and you will know that they're the right deck for you. You know, when I eventually picked up the deck that I, I'm still using today, I was at a holistic um, fair, I don't know what you call it, a fair, a holistic expo, I guess. It was at the RDS in Dublin. And I spent hours going around every stall holding different tarot decks to see if I could feel anything from them. And I'm sure that people thought I was crazy. You know, I think even I thought that I was crazy. And I'd just given up and I was heading for the door to leave when I spotted a small little stall in the corner that I hadn't noticed before. OK, and I thought I may as well try one more before I go. So I went over and I looked at a few more decks 
Um, and then I, I spotted the one that I use and I picked it up. Okay. Now they were in the box. They were shrink wrapped. So I couldn't actually, you know, see the cards. And I thought, well, you know, they're shrink wrapped. What am I going to feel? But when I picked it up, okay, I felt like a horse had kicked me in the chest. Okay, now let's be clear. I really haven't, I've never been kicked by a horse in the chest, but I imagine that's what it felt like. I couldn't breathe. Okay, I came over all week and I literally fell backwards and a man that was standing behind me caught me. Okay, and as he caught me, I dropped the deck and I immediately felt better. Okay, and I knew this was my sign. This was my deck. So I bought them. I drove home to Tipperary and I opened the deck and I spent the whole night reading for friends, for family, for neighbours. I wanted to see if I really could read the cards without reading the booklet. Okay, and this is the exact same deck, the very same deck that I use today. Okay, they've travelled all over Ireland with me, all throughout the UK, to the Netherlands, to Denmark, to Canada, to America, everywhere. Okay, I remember once seeing Sharon Shannon in concert here in Thurlis. Sharon Shannon is Sharon Shannon is an Irish musician. She plays the tin whistle, the accordion. She plays several instruments. But I always remember um, I actually took my first son uh, to see her, and you know she held up her tin whistle to the audience, and she told us that that tin whistle had taken her all over the world. Okay, well my tarot cards are my tin whistle. Okay. They've been my ticket to so many places. Okay, now I know I'm boring you now, so I'm going to stop. But what I'm hoping that you take away from this episode is that you are psychic. You just haven't found your tool yet. And I hope that this little chat has helped you to understand that you don't need to spend years practicing. You know, jump in with two feet and see what happens. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Always remember that imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. Okay, so think about that. Imperfect action is always better than perfect inaction. You have to do something. Okay, you might get it wrong, but at least you've tried. Okay. So guys, before my voice gives up, um, for now I'm going to say goodbye. And I will see you all in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.